Greetings and salutations, friends, and welcome back to a very special episode of the Arcade. Yes, I am Mike the Legend here with you. As you can tell by that intro music, it is a different episode of the Arcade that was King Diamond serenading us back into our annual Christmas music special. How's it going, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages? I am so glad that uh, we can be back here with you on this occasion and that you can be back here with us once again, as we are here doing our 15th annual Christmas music special, uh, we've been cranking these out for the last 15 years, so uh, they're almost old enough to drive. It's uh, been quite the thing where we take the opportunity on these episodes to do something a bit different and play for you and share with you some Christmas music that you're not going to hear anywhere else. Indeed, and uh, as always, I am the second voice on this program. This week, slash, I guess this year, if you want to pull it that way, uh, <laughs> I am Dennis, the man who has to quickly mentally prepare for an in-person Christmas this year. <laughs> yes, because Christmas is back on! Yeah, so, <laughs> this is the first one in... Well, last year's was... Last uh, year was a wash, yeah, because a wash. that was not a thing, because and then- of... All the all the covids, yeah, all the covids, and the year before that, I think, also was a little bit of a wash, right? Uh, I, I don't know. I recall 2019 still being normal. Okay, but yeah. So, anyways, uh, right time. Yeah, t- that's part of the problem here. So it's like I've <laughs> I've had these conversations with people. It's like, oh well, that was just like last summer. No, that was two summers ago. Uh, oh, there goes my brain. Okay, well, <laughs> never mind. Because it seems, you know, when you kind of quarantine for a year, it just basically removes an entire year from that part of your brain that knows how to process time. Mm-hmm. And it just like, no, that was actually two years. So basically anything you're going to say, like, add a year onto it, and then that's going to be the accurate answer. So it's like, oh, okay, well... Yeah, but, you know, we didn't really do Christmas last year, you know, because that was really not, it wasn't quite safe to do so yet. Mm-hmm. But now, we, we're all in a situation where we can all do our get-togethers and stuff, and, you know, we're all looking forward to it, but I think it's still that situation where it's like, what's this going to be like? Yeah, it's going to be weird to be amongst people for these big gatherings again, like the the big traditional uh, family and friend gatherings of people all in the same space once again, given that there was that one-year interruption. Now, in the grand scheme of things, you wouldn't think one year, you know, taking one year off from Christmas or whatever will uh, really be that big a deal, but it's kind of feeling... You know, like uh, you missed a year of school or something, or it's, you know, the summer in between classes and you have to try and remember things again. Yeah, exactly. It's like, where did I leave off here? Hmm. Mm-hmm. What, what was the, what was the last thing I read in this book that I put down for a long time? Yeah. Or where am I in this game that I put down two years ago? And now yeah. I have to remember, oh, I'm in this village. Okay. What was I doing in this village? I got a, uh, I might as well just start a new game. Yeah. But you can't really do that in real life. So it's. <laughs> So yeah, that's uh that's where we're all at and I'm sure a lot of you are also there and uh yeah, I guess we'll all just get through this together as corny as that sounds. But, uh, as best we can. Uh I I think there's uh, just the real impetus is just get through it. Yeah. That's all. Uh get through it. So what whatever way you you need to, you have to, you can get through it. It'll be awkward. There's going to be some bumps in the road. That's fine. Someone's probably going to forget to bring the gravy to something. That's yeah. fine. We accept it. We move on, uh, because this is the slow, 
steady progression of getting back to quote-unquote life as normal, or at least the quote-unquote new normal. But thankfully, we have been a steady presence in your lives and have been a steady presence on the Christmas music scene for these last 15 years. <laughs> yes, as, as, as bustling and uh, crazy as that scene is, you know, we're, uh, you know, like, you know, like State Farm, we're always there. <laughs> To quote American commercials that really we have no business quoting because we're Canadians and it really doesn't affect us, but uh, we still do. Yeah, they just because, have better uh, better ads. Yeah, and we've yeah we've seen them, been exposed to them, exposed to them far more often. But yeah, uh, so as I said, we've taken the opportunity on this program for each of the last fifteen years to bring you the Christmas music special, where we suss out, find out, and uh, search for some Christmas music that you're not going to hear ever everywhere else, because at this time of year, it is so easy to be inundated with basically the same old dreck. Um, kind of worse than Halloween. Yeah, uh, where it becomes oh, way worse a, than Halloween. A whole month, if not more, if not like two months worth of being, being inundated with Christmas music, and it's pretty much all the same stuff constantly. Yeah, I mean, I was personally put off of Christmas music for quite a while time, quite a long time, because I, you know, uh, you know, years and years ago, I worked... In a retail environment for a couple of Halloween or for a couple of Christmas seasons. And if you work in retail during Christmas, you hear enough Christmas music every single day. Like you hear probably a year's worth of Christmas music every day, but that's like the, the Christmas retail season lasts for six weeks. Yes, it does. So, or it, it feels like it keeps getting longer and longer these days. But at that time when I was there, it was a six week lead up to Christmas. And then even then, like after Christmas, you know, there's still like a little bit of stuff here and there just to kind of like, because it's still the holiday season before the New Year's Mm -hmm. and stuff. And there's still enough holiday themed songs and stuff that are still around that it still kind of thematically makes sense to keep it playing. But anyways, let's just say six weeks worth of, you know, being inundated with just you know, all of the things that you think of, like, you know, your, your last Christmas, you're all on for Christmas is you. And no, Frosty the Snowman. Frosty the snow, but like, yeah, even in terms of like Christmas music, those are like the new ones, new ones that you think of. And those are from the nineties. Yeah. So like everything that you think of that you're being, you know, uh, forced to listen to is at least 30 years old. <laughs> and it, yeah. So. There's not really a lot of like. I mean, there is a lot of new Christmas music still. Like, it's it's not a thing that you know. It doesn't stopped. go away. No, it, and thing is, it's cheap to produce. Yeah, because it's royalty free music at this point. Like a lot of these things, like Jingle Bells, Frosty the Snowman, even Jingle Bell Rock, things like that. Like, I'm pretty sure a lot of the copyrights are starting to expire on some of these songs. Uh, certainly, and uh, a lot of the old standards. Uh, it's easy and cheap for a uh, an artist to produce a Christmas album. Yeah. Of traditional standards in the traditional arrangements and blah, blah, blah. And they, yeah, they, they have as much heart in them as you can imagine. Uh, yeah. so we suss out some Christmas music stuff that actually is entertaining that, uh, we think you should actually hear, uh, because there's some level of, of quality, entertainingness to it, or, uh, it's just ridiculous. Or in the case of our opening group here, it's gonna make you laugh. Yeah, so. I mentioned a lot of Christmas music being 30 plus years old. Um, one of the newer things, I mean, some stuff on it is a little bit old at this point, but the internet has been sort of like the main focal point of culture really for the last 10 years. Certainly. So, and with that, you'd think like there's probably a decent amount of stuff 
that is from the internet in origin that has gone viral in some way, shape or form that probably is worth kind of checking out in this context. And yeah, we, we have some stuff for you from the internet that, uh, is Christmas related and funny. Yes. It's, uh, it's can be considered our ludicrous, ludicrous lead offs, but, uh, it's the ludicrous lead offs, the internet humor, Christmas comedy edition. Yeah. So there's, well, we have a few different, uh, Things here of varying things that you, you might know or you might not know from the internet. Various things that went either super viral or at the very least viral to us and our group of friends. Mm-hmm. Um, or at the very least things that made us laugh. Yeah. That we <laughs> discovered via the internet. Yeah. So, um, to start this off, there's, you know, a Canadian guy that we've seen live actually. Like he was, you know, you've seen live with your sisters. Yeah, I didn't yes. make that show. Yes, you didn't make that show, but it, he was, yeah, we, we managed, yeah, I saw him live and, you know, it was a good show. Uh, he, I don't really think he really does much anymore. Like he, he posts a thing here and there on his YouTube channel, but not regularly like he did back then. But for a while he was all over there, all over the place on the internet. Uh, and his name was John Lejoie. And yeah, back in December of 2013, so eight years ago now, he, <laughs> He posted a video or a song called Merry Christmas exclamation point, which is what we're starting the whole group off with, which if you want to give a couple of words about what it is, well, it's uh, it's a song about uh, the texting that happens on Christmas morning between uh, people you're maybe acquaintances with, but you still feel some sort of social obligation to send out a message and, and wish the various peoples in your contact list a Merry Christmas. Yeah, like, you know, maybe like second cousins or even like the cousins that you're not very, you know, close with, but you know, their cousins or aunts and uncles that you don't really talk to or, or like somebody's boyfriend or girlfriend yeah, or whatever, that, that kind of thing, you know, like, like a tangential acquaintance. Yeah. So definitely an experience we all can relate to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then another, another comedy group that made it big on the internet that you've probably actually heard of because they're pretty popular. They're, Individually, they've been in some other things as well. And just as a group, they're sort of like a folk tenacious, like a folk version, not folk version of, but like a folk answer to tenacious D, I'd say. Um, they are Garfunkel and Oates. Um, Ricky Lindholm and Kate, uh, Kate McCucci. Yeah. They, yeah, they've done a few things. If you've never checked out Garfunkel and Oates, you probably should. They're very funny. They have a show on Netflix and stuff, but yeah, they, they back in December of 2009, they were making funny internet videos like Mm -hmm. for each of their songs and one of them that they put out was called present face which again like the like the whole um you know texting people who you're not super close with thing on the internet it's another experience that i'm sure we've all shared before where you know it's it's the face you make when you receive a gift from someone you care about that maybe you don't necessarily like the gift or it's kind of a goofy stupid gift and you're just don't really have the heart to say, something. but you got to keep up appearances because they're right there in your midst, and you don't want to let on that. Hey, I don't really like this sweater, or I don't like this can opener, or whatever the case might be, or I don't like this banana slicer. Yes, or I don't like this lemon saver. <laughs> Which are things that both Dennis and I have opened in each other's presence. Yes, though, admittedly, we have a little bit of a different history with some gifts for both of us where, you know, for a while we were kind of giving each other ridiculous things that were just mostly meant to elicit a funny reaction and 
the present face reaction is a funny reaction to me. Oh, I've never given up on that <laughs> M.O. <laughs> yes. Oh, you just wait. Yes. You too. <laughs> we, so, yeah, well, there's not a – again, just as a brief aside, we didn't have an in-person Christmas last year, so we didn't get to do that. So this year I'm sure we're going to make up for it. So, yeah. Certainly. And we move off uh, Garfunkel and Oates with their song Present Face and we'll move into uh, a song that I don't know how widespread it was, but it certainly amongst our group and our very tight circle of, of friends and whatnot made everyone laugh. Yes. But we all have very – shared similar senses of humor it is a song called a very my dick christmas by the band my dick yeah so back in december of 2012 um there was this band uh, i don't recall exactly where they're from i think it's ohio ohio yeah okay that make yeah they were from ohio they they put out like this kind of like I want to say a dataist masterpiece album called my dick's double full length release which was Frankly, it was a double album of just cover songs, like kind of bar standard, like AOR, you know, songs, like, you know, things like, you know, Everybody Wang Chung Tonight, Piano Man, Imagine, things like that. Tears in Heaven. Tears in Heaven, <laughs> you know, Baker Street, various things like that. Also a couple of Christmas songs, but where the whole point of the song, or uh, Fast Car as well, was another ridiculous one. That's right, yeah. Uh, but the whole... Their whole thing is the fact that they just kind of randomly replace parts of the lyrics with the phrase, my dick. So, like, you know, <laughs> my dick, all the people living in my dick, <laughs> instead of imagine all the people living in harmony. Like, <laughs> so it's... It, it's a it's a, it's a ridiculous listen, and it has this weird thing of this, like, totally ruining a song moving forward for you. <laughs> And it's just like, oh, I can't listen to this song seriously ever again, because all I hear is the My Dick version now. Great. And it's not sexual or anything. It's just like... It's stupid. It's stupid. It's just, they insert the phrase My Dick in, like, places where it doesn't even grammatically make sense often, but it's just funny. <laughs> so, yeah, they, they did their own version of uh, uh, Carol of the Bells called A Very My Dick Xmas. Uh Yeah. So that's one of two Christmas songs they have on that album. The other one is uh, a parody of uh, Do They Know It's Christmas, the, the 80s Band-Aid big uh, charitable uh, fundraising song Yeah, uh, with all the big British uh, song celebrities of the era. Uh, we've played that one on a previous uh, Christmas music show, so we will instead uh, put our attention onto their other Christmas song, A Very Mighty Xmas, and we will do that, then move into uh, revisiting uh, an internet property that was big and popular basically at the dawn of the commercialized commercialized internet 20 yeah. years ago. Yeah, when we, like, in our group, a lot of us, you know, would regularly watch this, like, every Wednesday, I think it was, they would come out with a thing called a strong bad email, like, going back to, like, 2002, really, like, it was right after we left high school, I think, when it kind of became popular that we were uh, looking on homestarrunner.com uh, where they would just be posting weekly new content and that just sort of like became, you know, just as valid content to us as like any TV show or anything mm -hmm. like that. So, yeah, so they kind of petered out with their content for a while, but now the Brothers Chaps are coming back with new content here and there. And a couple of years ago, they came out with an EP called Hooked on December Ween, uh, back in December of 2019, I should say. 
And there's uh, four songs from it that we're just going to play on the program. Yeah, it's a, it's a smattering of songs that uh, feature some of the characters from the Homestar Runner universe, uh, two of them featuring Homestar Runner itself. I can't say himself. Uh, don't know how, how Homestar Runner self-identifies. Yeah. Uh, or or whatever the case might be, but uh, so one featuring the entire cast, and then one featuring Strong Bad himself, uh, the main focal point, at least for us, in the Homestar Runner universe, so uh, a quartet of songs from the Homestar Runner universe there, but we're going to start this all off. It's the Ludicrous Leadoff's Internet Humor Christmas Comedy Edition, now starting with John LeJoie and Merry Christmas! Exclamation point. You're the dude from high school I see at the gym Or a friend of a friend or a second cousin You're a co-worker I sometimes eat lunch with You're one of my many acquaintances You know Christmas is about spending time With friends and family But just because you're not in one of those two categories Doesn't mean that I won't still do something special for you Cause Christmas is about giving So here's what I'll do Gonna send you a Christmas text. Christmas text. Christmas text. I'm gonna send you a Christmas text. Christmas text. Christmas text. I'm gonna send you a Christmas text. Christmas text. Christmas text. I'm gonna type Merry Christmas exclamation point and then press send. Just copy and paste it Well, it's only two words, I might as well just type it If you're thinking of calling me to thank me, oh, please don't Texting is as far as this relationship goes I have way more important people in my life You're not even in the top 50 that I don't care about you Well, yeah, I don't really care about you But doesn't mean that I won't still do Something special for you Cause Christmas is about giving So here's what I'll do Send you a Christmas text I'm gonna send you a Christmas text Gonna send you a Christmas text. I'm gonna type Merry Christmas exclamation point and then press send. I don't care enough to call, but I don't not care enough to do nothing. Do nothing. Oh, so I'll type Merry Christmas text. 
all of my non-Christian friends, I will text you. Hey dude, what's going on? We should totes hang next week. Christmas comes but once a year and mostly it is swell. But there's an epidemic that I think we all know well. well. Your smile is frozen open, there's a crazed look in your eye. You overflow with compliments while trying to deny that you loathe the gift you opened, that you try to keep your grace. Your scary grin is frozen, don't you know you've got a case of present face, present face, present face, present face. Oh. Thank you so much! You really hoped your parents would give you a great big check. Instead, you got a puffy painted hummingbird turtleneck. Turtle and you hoped for an engagement ring inside that tiny box. But your stupid former future husband only bought you socks. Now your face is all contorted as you're trying to erase the truth behind that smile. Don't you know you've got a case of present face? Present face? Do they see how much I hate it? I hope that they don't know. I can't tell if they're on to me. Oh, please don't let it show. Baby Jesus got some gold, what all infants prefer. But I bet he got the present face with frankincense and myrrh. Myrrh. Christmas and his birthday are both on the 25th. It must have sucked to have to open combination gifts. But if Jesus couldn't hide it from his omnipresent place, you and I are doomed to an everlasting case of present face. You shouldn't have present face. Just what I wanted. Present face. For all the times I go fishing. Present face. Oh. Magic, 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 magic,
You may be shocked to find how little you get for those bad presents. I got them at the dollar store. They were 50% off. I'm really sorry that I got you bad presents. I'm really sorry that I got you bad presents. We're really sorry that you got us bad presents. We're really sorry that you got us bad presents. I'm really sorry that you got us bad presents. I'm really sorry. <clears throat> Woo! Hello, high note. They Strong sad out. I got all types of crazy crap. I bought your bed a deep impact. Coaches be drinking this Santa is a plague man. He's coming for you. 
chop you in two. Santa made his appointment. He's coming to town to cut your whole family down. Santa made his appointment. He's chopping his knives and he's got slicing pies. Santa made his appointment. Here we come down the lane to cleft you in twain. And when he shows up, he'll make breakfast with his friends. So I just lay low till this part ends. Hey, you might make it out alive. Ooh, Santa Man is a blade man. He doesn't have toys, just that blade cheese type noise. Santa Man is a blade man. He's coming to town to cut your whole family down. It happens each December ween, though some would say it doesn't. The best thing that you've ever seen, even better than your hot cousin. Better than Deborah? Oh, maybe not better than Deborah. Ooh, Deborah. I'm talking about a magic man who defies the laws of physics. He turns December ween into December ween. Tell us, man, who is it? He's the December ween. Take a man and he'll make your dreams come true. No, there ain't no beat that holiday feeling when he says shut up to you. Yeah, shut up, kid. When the sun goes down, he creeps into town and borrows your hedge clippers. And while you're sleeping safe and sound, he puts blank media in your slippers. It was eight tracks in my day. Sometimes he'll cold call random kids with discount travel packages. Las Vegas for $20 a night? Thanks, Decemberween Snicker Man. Yes, he's the Decemberween Snicker Man, flying through the night in an unmarked van. You never know what he'll bring us when you hear those high-pitched singers. Here comes the Decemberween Snicker Man! One, two, three! He's the Decemberween Snicker Man, a wonder On that holiday feeling When he says Shut up to you Yeah, shut up To one and all of dang y'all It's glad I'm, I'm glad to know that like almost 20 years later You know, the whole Bub's character of the Thnicka Man is still funny And the whole... <laughs> They're still getting mileage out of the, yeah, shut up, kids, um, <laughs> catchphrase that he had, which, yeah, <laughs> fantastic. I feel like uh, Homestar Runner and just that universe dropped off enough that anything they do now feels fresh, feels new, feels like they're not just retreading old ground again. Yeah, and even if they were retreading old ground, I mean, it, it's almost like the weird thing where like, they're not rebooting anything. They're just kind of picking up what they left off, which makes sense that, you know, that there would still be this continuity, right? So mm -hmm. yeah, it's perfect. So, uh, what you last heard there was, I mean, at the very tail end was Bubs, uh, the character of Bubs, uh, but the song itself was mostly sung by Strong Bad, the Decemberween Nickaman, uh, <laughs> 
Uh, yes. To go along with uh, Homestar Runner singing Santa Man is a Blade Man and Homestar Runner presents Presence and the entire cast from the Homestar Runner universe singing Oh December Ween. So that quartet of Homestar Runner songs was preceded by My Dick, the band My Dick, which I think is just a two-person effort. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, doing their song, A Very My Dick Xmas. We heard Garfunkel and Oates with a present face before that, which we've all made a present face once or twice. Yes. And we started it all off with Canadian John Lejoie from 2013 with the song Merry Christmas! Exclamation point. So again, some, some internet humor. Uh, some, some kind of old internet humor. Yeah, some old, some a little bit newer, but. Mostly kind of based in, like, the internet of at least ten years ago. Yes, which was a different time back then. It really was. Which, it's only ten years, but, yeah, no, it really feels like a very different time back then on the internet. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Without getting too far down that road. uh, But staying on the Christmas road. Yeah, staying on the Christmas road, you know, going down towards Christmas Town with a, you know, (laughs) whatever kind of Christmas-themed car that you're driving or whatever Christmas-themed... I can't carry this any farther than I have. And no, that's you, good. you careen, careened it right off the cliff. Yes, I careened it right off of the Christmas cliff into, you know, where they grow the Christmas trees. Nice. And, Very you nice. know, ran into a few of the Christmas trees while careening off the Christmas cliff, you know, um, you know, ending, you know, myself in a Christmas cremation, I think. Well, uh, to, to, uh, mark your funeral and occasion, if we were in New Orleans, we could have just a big parade down yeah. through the French Quarter. Yeah, we could have, we could just book a second line just to walk wherever we want, really. That's true. And, uh. And have a marching band and, uh, just imbibe along the way as well. And, uh, those are just some things you can do in, in New Orleans, uh, because, uh, why are we talking about New Orleans? Because now we're coming up to our next, next group, which is just, a New Orleans Christmas. Yeah, which you might think, uh, well, what does that mean? But then, you know, New Orleans is kind of widely considered to be the birthplace of jazz. Certainly. So jazz, big band, swing, Dixieland, that type of thing. Uh, that should probably be what we're teeing you up for here. And it is. <laughs> Absolutely. We, we are paying off with what we are teeing up there. And uh, it's... A quartet of songs, uh, that just are very, very rich, very up-tempo, very brassy. Yeah. And, uh, for me, I'll say the, the inspiration for this idea kind of came from one of the songs we played back on the Halloween show. Uh, it was in the murder group, uh, the song by Lloyd Price called Stagger Lee, which he did in the 1950s, became an absolutely huge hit for Lloyd Price, but in there, I mean, it's a song about a murder that happens between two guys in an alley that are throwing dice, and it's really up-tempo, but there's just some really big, full brass sections, and I thought, you know, that's actually a really great sound. Is there anything like that that we could apply that would be in the Christmas vein, and just kind of evolved into a New Orleans Christmas, and here we are uh, with a couple of different bands, but I think the main place we're going to start uh, when you're talking about New Orleans music is Louis Armstrong himself. Yep. And Satchmo. Satchmo himself. So important is Louis Armstrong just to the city of New Orleans and the music that came has come out of New Orleans uh, over the last 50, 60, 70 years. If you're flying into the city of New Orleans, you're flying into Louis Armstrong International Airport. Yeah, exactly. So that that's not an insignificant uh, honor 
that he has an airport named after him. So not just an airport, an international airport. That's true. So like he's right up there with, you know, uh, like some JFK, of the other JFK, LaGuardia, and Charles even, de Gaulle, uh, Charles de Gaulle, like some major figures in, in history. So yeah. Yeah, certainly. Uh, so we're playing his song Christmas in New Orleans. Uh, and from there we move into, uh, a big brass band, the New Birth Brass Band with their song Santa's Second Line. Uh, Heritage Hall, the band, uh, Heritage Hall will be playing Silver, Silver Bells off their 2009 album, A Jazzy Christmas with the Heritage Hall Jazz Band. And, uh, then we do get into some Dixieland, some, some, again, big up-tempo, full-sounding, up-tempo Christmas music. Uh, the song is Holiday Time in New Orleans, coming off a compilation album that was released in 2006. The band uh, we will hear playing it is The Dukes of Dixieland. But there's still minutes to go be- between now and then. But we will start things off right now with Louis Armstrong and Christmas in New Orleans. <laughs> Magnolia trees at night Sparkle and bright Fields of cotton love Wintery white When it's Christmas time In New Orleans A barefoot choir and prayer Fills the air Mississippi folks gathering there Cause it's Christmas Time in New Orleans You see a Dixieland Santa Claus Leading the band To a good old Creole beak Golly what a spirit You can only hear it Down on Basin Street Your kids will disappear when you hear Hallelujah, St. Nicholas is here When it's Christmas time in New
Busy sidewalks, best in holiday style. 
in the air There's a feeling of Christmas Children laughing, people passing Meeting smile after smile And on every street corner you hear Silver bells, silver bells It's Christmas time in the city Christmas Day City street lights Even stoplights Think of bright red and green As the shoppers Rush home with their Treasures Hear the snow crunch See the kids crunch This is Santa's big scene And above all This bustle you hear Street, all the locals meet 
to see that Christmas second line parade. Little lines are bright in city park at night. With a million twinkling lights up in the trees. Hear a Dixieland song, La Vée du Jour de l'An. Cause it's holiday time in New Orleans. the Dukes of Dixieland with their song Holiday Time in New Orleans and just that whole group uh, I find now that's music I want playing at any Christmas party I'm at from this day until my last day <laughs> I mean almost any party right like it's there's there's just something very up-tempo and like fun about you know big band swing and like even like the more somber tunes have a you know the swing to them and they're just kind of like you know they have that driving rhythm and mm-hmm. it's just 
you know, big lush instrumentals. And oh, just, just the fullness of the sound. Like you can hear the the orchestra behind it. Really, yeah, you can hear the the eleven part, you know, just trumpet section by itself. Yeah. It's like holy smokes! Like yeah, okay. Yep, that's how you get people moving. The Dukes of Dixieland, they did it so well right there. Uh, prior to that, we heard Silver Bells from Heritage Hall. Uh, Another big brass band in there, the New Birth Brass Band with Santa Second Line, and we kicked it all off with Louis Armstrong, the great Satchmo himself, with Christmas in New Orleans. And, yeah, I like that. That was one of my favorite groups to put together in a long while. Yeah, but uh if you've been listening to our music specials over the last 15 years, you know that we always have an obligatory metal group. <laughs> so that's just a thing that we have to do. You know, it's just... I'd say it's contractually obligated, but you know, it's, it's in just our a, nature. It's in our nature, you know. We're one of the foundational things about, well, myself, anyways, and you know, I think to a degree, Mike the Legend as well. We both grew up listening to some metal here and there, so it's just a thing, you know. And like, there, you might not think of Christmas when you think of metal, but you know, or you might not think metal when you think of Christmas. Either way, it's not really a thing, but you'd be kind of wrong. And we've, I feel like we've proved that time and time again. Certainly, you have to look for it, but you can find pockets of Christmas music in the metal scene. Uh, there was a, uh, a very metal Xmas, uh, compilation album that came out a couple of years ago, uh, with Dave Grohl, uh, on its, uh, uh, Lemmy Kilminster, uh, that was the, the compilation album that had Ronnie James Dio doing, uh, God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen. Yeah, I, I think it was pretty much the Dio lineup of Black Sabbath doing God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen. I think so, yeah. Yeah, the, like the Heaven and Hell lineup. Yeah. Uh, as but, well as Testament doing Silent Night and things th- like that. That's like, right. Yeah, so, yeah, that was, that was good. I mean, Christopher Lee, the late Sir Christopher Lee has put out a couple of Christmas albums as well. He did. Uh, Twisted Sister has done, uh, a Christmas album as well. Yeah, Very Twisted Christmas. Exactly. Come All Ye Faithful is basically done very similarly to We're Not Gonna Take It, which is a funny (laughs) list if you've never listened to it, but you know, we've, we referenced it. I think in our first Christmas special. One of them, one of the early ones. And so there, there's been metal appearances on the Christmas show throughout the years. And you might think, well, you've exhausted all there is. The answer is no, we no, haven't. We never will because there's just so much music out there. So many metal bands do so many different interesting things all the time. And yeah, this one's not, this next group is not straight up just classic Christmas songs, but it gets even weirdly and more specific than that because it's not just Christmas music. It's metal bands covering songs from Christmas-themed albums or TV shows. Or Christmas movies. Yeah. So the, the specific name uh, for this group that uh, it's been given is the uh, Metal Christmas Movie Memories. Yes. And it's literally bands doing metal cover versions, or, yeah, metal cover versions of songs from Christmas movies. So uh, we've got the Home Alone theme theme being covered in a metal way. We've got your A Mean One, Mr. Grinch, being done in a metal way. Uh, we have the band Arnocore doing a song about Jingle All the Way. Now, granted, Arnocore's shtick, if you're not familiar with them, is uh, they are a band that is just all about uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and doing metal songs about Schwarzenegger movies. Yeah, and of course, Schwarzenegger movie, one of the classic Schwarzenegger movies is a Christmas movie called Jingle All the Way, so there's that. But then... I don't want to say most surprising, but like there's a band you've probably heard of if you're a certain age called Korn. And back in, uh, 20, 
Or 2008, I should say. I thought you were going to say 2008. Back in 2008, which I guess you could (laughs) put it that way, but 2008, they were uh, part of a album, a compilation album called uh, Nightmare Revisited, which was basically just a bunch of contemporary bands at the time covering songs from A Nightmare Before Christmas. Absolutely. And it's an official Disney release. Which is insane that Korn... You know, the band that did Freak on a Leash and Adidas <laughs> was on an official Disney album. Yeah, Corn, Fall Out Boy, Marilyn Manson was on there. It was done in honor of the 15th anniversary of A Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, but uh, we're playing Corn's version of Kidnap the Sandy Claws. Yes. Which, call me an old man, but I'm not sure if uh, this song we're about to play, Korn, uh, Korn's version of Kidnap the Sandy Claws, I don't know if it's a banger or if it slaps. Yeah. So listen and tell us and let us know. You can uh, write in to us. Uh, if you wish, wish to uh, write in the long form, you can email us, info at the arcade show dot com, or you can let us know through the social medias. Uh, we're on both uh, big evil platforms, Facebook and Twitter, at the arcade show on both those platforms. And, and let us know, uh, do these songs in this metal Christmas group, are they bangers or do they slap? Is it possible to do both? Yeah. Uh, we're not sure because we're old men. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it's a, they're kind of foreign concepts to me. I, I mean, I used to just say it's cool or it's, it, it, it it's you know, metal it's, it's, or that it's pretty sweet or like, yeah, this rocks or this is like, you know, yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, I, I don't know either because the, the whole culture and, and, uh, verbiage of today has shifted under our feet. Yes, and it'll happen to you. But uh, all that aside, uh, yeah, we're starting off the Metal Christmas Movie Memories group here with Corn with Kidnap the Sandy Claws. Nasty trap and wait When he comes a snipping We will snap the trap and close the gate 
Between the two of you, I would take the... And your soul is full of gunk, Mr. Grinch. The three best words I would use to describe you are as follows, and I quote. Stag! Stag!
I am a bit jealous that, uh, I wasn't the first one to think of doing a metal cover of, uh, You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch. But, you know. Right? Yeah, Small Town Titans did a pretty good job, I'd say. Beat you to it. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, credit to the lead singer of Small Town Titans doing his best, uh, impression of Thurl Ravenscroft, who was the lead vocal, was the vocalist, I should say, not the lead vocalist, like he was the singer, he was the voice on Your Mean One, Mr. Grinch, yeah, the he's classic the, version. Yeah, he, he sang the song, whereas Boris Karloff was the speaking voice of the Grinch. And I feel like Thurl Ravenscroft doesn't really get the credit or recognition for his role in uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Yeah, like when you think of that, like most people only bring up like, you know, Dr. Seuss and Boris Karloff, like, oh, Boris Karloff, like, yeah, it is cool as hell that Boris Karloff who is typically known as, like, you know, a classic horror actor, actually was, like, you know, the role in one of these beloved classic Christmas things. But no, he was, but he didn't sing the song. And, like, you know, when people think you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch, they don't immediately think of lines that the Grinch himself says. They think, oh, like the song, you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. And so, no, but, like, Thurl Ravenscroft is the one that sang it. Who has that just... Deep, bassy voice. Yeah. That few could replicate. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think maybe Peter Steele would have been probably the next one in line. Oh yeah, that would have been, that would have been amazing if Typo Negative would have covered that. Oh god, yeah. But, but uh, uh, yeah. Instead, Small Town Titans did, and did, as you said, a, a really bang up job. Uh, before that, we heard the Home Alone theme being done by August Burns Red off a, a compilation album, Punk Goes Christmas, released in November of 2015. Arno Core was in there, uh, a favorite band of you and I and uh, many others out there, uh, doing their version. Well, not their version, just a song called Jingle All the Way that uh, was their sur- summation homage to the- Their send-up. Yeah, send-up of the Schwarzenegger movie of the same name uh, from an album called The Unbelievable, released in August of 2017. But we kicked it all off with a song that we're still not sure if, it, if it's a banger or if it slaps or if it does both. Corn doing their version of Kidnap the Sandy Claws from the Nightmare Revisited compilation album slash cover album in September of 2008. And I really like that Corn song. Yeah. Like, I mean, it sounds like a Corn song does Kidnap the Sandy Claws in that rendition. Like, Corn is one of those kind of weird bands that, like, initially were everywhere and, like, they were super popular and it was cool to like them. Then at a certain point, they kind of became a bit of a guilty pleasure. Like if you were into like, you know, a particular type of metal, you weren't really supposed to like corn. Like, no, they're not real metal. They're new metal, blah, blah, blah. But now it's swung back around where it's like, oh, new metal's cool again. But like, thankfully we're both at that age where who cares? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. We lived through the console wars. We lived through the, the new metal, you know, like this, don't like that type stuff. And I think, uh, with age and time and perspective, we've learned just none of that shit matters. Yeah. You can like whatever you want. Guilty pleasures are a dumb thing. Like whatever you want. If it's cool, like it. Yeah. If you like it, just be upfront and be like, yeah, I like it. That's all. That's all you need. Yeah. Exactly. That's all. So uh, those were the metal Christmas movie memories. And you might think that's the end of the metalness uh, or perhaps the darkness on the Christmas show. And we'll kind of end it off on, you know, some light, joyous, happy note. Uh, Maybe pull some music from some other good Christmas movies. There's some lightness, uh, you know, that perhaps we want to go out on. Uh, The answer is (laughs) no. No, sure don't. Uh, Because we are exploring some some darker themes now in this last group on the Arcade's (laughs) Christmas music special. Yes. An untapped, I dare say, uh, corner of the Christmas holiday season is 
the monsters of Christmas, because there are some monsters. If you think about, and we'll as I tie this in now to the last song of the last group, the Grinch. What is the Grinch if not a monster? Yeah, well, or or here's another hot take that I read someone take. Is he the monster, or is Whoville, or all the residents of Whoville the monsters for alienating this poor kid who was different for his whole life to force him to the point where, you know... He's living in a cave. He's living in a cave, and he hates all these people so much that he wants to ruin their Christmas. Who's the real monsters here? Exactly. And I was going to offer, you can even look at the Grinch in a literal sense, that he is perhaps biologically a monster. I mean, he can enlarge, has the ability to enlarge his internal organs three times their normal size. Exactly. I mean, green, covered in fur, you know, cockroaches in the teeth, uh, you know, a very unpleasant character that if you were to see in the real world, uh, you would think is a monster. Yeah, this is this is a terrifying character right here. Yes, exactly. And there would be a couple uh, Discovery Channel or History shows about people going in the woods to search for that Grinch. Yes, <laughs> finding nothing but grainy footage and, you know, maybe Jesse Ventura would show up at some point talking about him and... uh yeah. And and any encounter or anything would happen just out of frame. Yeah, of just out of frame, exactly. <laughs> and it'd be a three seasons worth of uh, this show, and they would never find a thing. Oh, some hairs, individual hair fibers on a tree, and that's yeah. it. But and, and maybe a Christmas ornament here and there, just kind of scattered throughout maybe the... <laughs> The Himalayan mountains or wherever it's supposed to be that, you know, exactly. <laughs> Whoville is supposed to take place at. Exactly. Uh, but not all movies are, are the good, you know, ones that hit you in the feels like the Hallmark movies or anything like that. Uh, you know, that always resolve themselves in, you know, good, peaceful conclusions that everyone just walks away feeling good and happy and warm about. No, yeah. no, no. Uh, there are, there's some darkness. There are some monsters to be had at Christmas time, specifically in the movie realm. So we, we pull some songs from some monster Christmas movies. So we are going to end this group off with uh, the end credits theme from the Krampus film of 2015. Uh, I think that was perhaps the most, uh, the most mainstream of Krampus movies. Although Krampus is a character that's existed for decades. Uh, this hundreds was, of years, even hundreds really. of years. That's true too. Uh, but uh, that was the big North American monster movie version of the Krampus. Yeah. Uh, so we play the end credits from that. And we're going to play clips from a movie about killer Christmas trees. <laughs> it's a, the movie itself. It's a short film that was released in 2008 called tree venge. It's trees getting revenge. Yeah. It was uh, written by Rob uh, Cotterill and Jason Eisner, uh, and directed by Jason Eisner, who was the writer and director of Hobo with a shotgun, which came out 10 years ago now. Yes. Uh, so, you know, another... Which we talked about as a blast from the past earlier this year, too, because Hobo with a Shotgun, fantastic movie. Yeah, but this came even before that. So this was sort of almost like his demo reel that showed people, like, what he's capable of. And, uh yeah, it's... <laughs> if you like goofy horror comedy, his stuff is probably up your alley. It is. It's over-the-top to be ridiculous. It's bloody and gory, but it's not unsettling... Not unsettlingly so, I, I should say. Yeah. You can tell the cartoonishness, and certainly in this uh, uh, film, Treevenge, it's on the verge of cartoony, uh, with the amount of blood and splatter and everything like that. It's it's an enjoyable romp. It's uh, like only a 15-minute uh, long short film. You can find it on YouTube, find it on Vimeo, and you can watch it. 
and it might very well become uh, something you throw into your Christmas repertoire. But if we're talking about uh, Christmas and monster movies, maybe there's one that uh, stands out most of all in people's minds. Yeah. And that is going back to 1984. That is the movie Gremlins. Yeah. Initially released in the summertime, I think, as like a big summer blockbuster, uh, Gremlins did okay. Actually did pretty well, enough to spawn a, a sequel a few years later that uh, the internet and the movie podcast uh, genre has had a field day with. Yeah. Uh, Gremlins 2, the new batch. But the initial Gremlins movie was set at Christmas time. Yeah. And uh, as like, like Die Hard should be considered a Christmas movie. Oh, very much it should be a, considered a Christmas movie. So uh, from that movie Gremlins, uh, we dig into the orchestral, the score, the soundtrack uh, composed and conducted by Jerry Goldsmith, who did return and did the music for Gremlins 2, the new batch. Yeah, as well as he's done a number of other things. I believe he also is the author of, he has authorship over Star Trek, the next generation theme song and things like that. Interesting. I think if I'm not mistaken, it's either him or James Horner, but you know, the kind of two peas in the pod, those guys, I think. Certainly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Gary Goldsmith has done a lot of stuff and Gremlins is one of the things that he's done, which is what we're going to kick this block off is, is basically our TLDR way of saying that. So yeah, the Gremlin rag Right now, here on the Arcade's 15th Christmas Music Special.
Christmas this morning, McMichaels. Santa Claus found you two little elves, huh? Open it up, Scout. Open it up. Don't even worry about saving the paper. Just rip it open, Jason. Christmas morning at the McMichael house. <laughs> so fun. <laughs> I love Christmas. <laughs> Jason, your turn. Open another one, bud. Okay, open it up. Show Dad. What is it? Look, I got a chainsaw. No, no, no.
Stay quiet. The monsters of Christmas are coming for you, as they were here on the Arcade's 15th Christmas Music Special. Closing things off there, right there, was uh, Douglas Pipes, the composer of the end credits theme from the 2015 film version of Krampus, the big North American or American version of Krampus. Uh, that was Gruß von Krampus and Krampus' Carol of the Bells, which, again, Carol of the Bells, one of my personal favorites uh, <laughs> Christmas songs. Yes, but only the My Dick version, right? <laughs> it's a close to one and two, one A and one B between this and the My Dick version. Yes. I, I'm not going to lie, the My Dick version has stuck in my head f- f- for all these years. Yes. You know, it lay dormant, and then in the process of putting this program, this particular episode together, went back, revisited it, and it's like, oh, f- oh it's, just, it's back. You've reawakened it. So that dormant part of your brain, yeah, it's there, and it's just going to fire just every so often. Just like, yep, yeah, there, there it's playing. Like, well, now I'm going to laugh randomly to myself and look like a madman. Yeah, great, thanks. And, and <laughs> you know, unfortunately for my girlfriend, play it for her incessantly, and she will not enjoy it. She'll be like, will you turn that stupid nonsense off? <laughs> Essentially, yes. It's like, no, because this is what my brain is doing right now, and you have to hear it as well. <laughs> I have to get it out, otherwise it's just stuck inside me. It's going to eat away at me. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And I'm sure many of you out there listening understand as well. Hopefully, uh, anything we played on this song has become an earworm, uh, some sort of, uh, song that's gonna stick in your head. Uh, anything we played in this last group, the Monsters of Christmas group, again, the end credits theme from Krampus, uh, perhaps something, the in- intro or outro music there from the Treevenge, uh, I guess medley from the short film Treevenge, or as we kicked it all off, just, just the beat. Just the the very keyboard uh, electronic uh, synth beat from the Gremlin rag we started that group off with uh, from the movie Gremlins, composed and conducted by Jerry Goldsmith, which is very 80s. Yes, absolutely very 80s. It is punching you in the face with how 80s it truly, truly is. But uh, nevertheless, the monsters of Christmas have been well covered here on this year's Arcade Christmas special. And that about wraps us up. That's all we had to uh, deliver and bring to you as our gift to you this holiday season and we hope you enjoyed let us know your thoughts on what you heard what we played uh, did you enjoy are you now spookified for the christmas season are you terrified of a fat man coming down your chimney and will sleep on christmas eve with one eye open you should you should <laughs> yes <laughs> Uh, let us know your thoughts. You can uh, write us in the long form. Again, info at the arcade show dot com is how you can email us or hit us up through social medias. We are on the big evil platforms. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook at the arcade show on both of those platforms. And, uh, we hope you enjoyed this. We enjoyed putting it together, enjoyed bringing it to you, enjoyed researching it and going down various rabbit holes that, uh, just creativity and the process led us down, led us through. And, uh, we hope all of you out there. Enjoy your holiday season because we're allowed to have in-person Christmases again if you're all vaccinated. If uh, there's just that one member in your family, like a cousin or someone's boyfriend or girlfriend who's not vaccinated, make them stand outside. Yes. And open the presents outside. Yes. 
That's the only appropriate thing. Yes, make an example of them. Though, yeah. Yeah. Weird, weird family dynamics can be weird, and we get that. And uh, we're, we're joking a little bit, of course, but, you know, still, seriously. Give it some thought. Yeah, maybe suggest it to, like, uh, you know, your parents or some sort of generation above you that might be the decision makers for the planning. Yeah, you know, just saying. Yeah. So, uh, uh, let us know how it goes. We hope you enjoy it. Uh, be good, be kind, be safe. Uh, enjoy it. Uh, enjoy the Christmas season. If you're not celebrating, just, uh, enjoy getting together with people again. Yeah, because, you know, really, if anything else, like, you know, as cheesy as it sounds, like, there's lots to be thankful of if we're all still here and we've made it through all the crap that's happened in the last year and a half, mm-hmm. two years. Going so, on two years. So, really, like, yeah, like, have a good one, be safe, and, yeah, really enjoy the time, because yeah. <laughs> we finally get to enjoy it. Right? Yeah. So, uh, we're going to enjoy it in our own way. We've already got plans, so both with each other and with our respective families. So, yes. looking forward to it. We're just going to get so fat. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that part. Yes, exactly. It's going to be some good eats, and hopefully you eat uh, well as well. And we shall join you again in the new year uh, when we bring you some year-in-review programming. But uh, until then, good night, everybody. Good night.